I was just burning out and in pain all the time. I had this consistent pain in my neck, my shoulders, my back, and it was affecting the way that I was working. And so something had to change. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses, and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Today, I'm gonna be answering a question that a few people have sent to me on some of the social media platforms that I have, whether it be on Facebook or whether it be across on Insta. And it's just asking about my exercising. You know, some people have known that I've exercised for many, many years now. So I first started lifting weights when I was 14. I'm now 39. So I've been doing it pretty consistently for a long period of time without too many breaks. I might have a week off every now and again if I really have to, but I just enjoy moving, I enjoy training, and I've been quite adaptable to my training, especially of recent. Now, some of the questions that have come through have been about what is my training program look like now? How have I adapted it over the years, especially running a business? So I thought that this is probably a great opportunity to just talk about the way that I've thought through it, my own journey with different age brackets that I've gone through and how I think about my body. So let's just talk about it. Anyway, for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business, mindset, and lifestyle optimization for driven mofos. And the reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. Before I get started, I wanna say a massive shout out to all those people that have been jumping across to our No BS Business Hacks group. I have been sharing a bit more content just over the last couple of days. I had a bit of a break there. I was still sharing every week, but I just wasn't sharing every day like I was previously. We've just been sort of testing and trialing new things. I've got a new product that I'm about to launch in the next month or two. It's gonna be called Dominate Zero to a Million. And it's gonna be an online subscription where it helps business owners grow their business to their first million dollars and all the, well, essentially, hopefully it's gonna to help to remove a lot of the chaos, the cluster, the head fucks that most business owners have growing to their first million and also provide some tools and some templates that you'll be able to use. Essentially, the product should pay for itself in the first month. That's why you know I wanted to create it. So that is coming as well. It's gonna be called Dominate Zero to a Million. So keep your eye out for it. I'll let you know when it launches, but I'm just piecing it together now. Anyway, jump across to the No BS Business Hacks Facebook group if you haven't already done so and you're a business owner. I'm gonna be sharing some more stuff coming up to that as well and some more templates and some more tools. You'll see a bit of a revamp of everything that's going on in that group as well. It's a free group, you can jump across and join it. It's mainly for business owners though who want to grow their business and who are driven to grow their business. So let's talk about my health journey. And funny enough, I actually just came in from my exercise workout then with my personal trainer and I'm still wearing my heart rate strap, which feels a little bit uncomfortable while I'm sitting here trying to record this. But anyway, when I was younger, I remember going to the swimming pool when I was in grade five at school and I was the only kid who didn't take their shirt off. I had white pasty skin, I had freckles and I was really conscious of my self image, even from a young age. I don't know where it came from. I haven't really dived too deep into figuring it out yet. But what I did know was that I was really uncomfortable. I didn't enjoy the way that I looked. I noticed that a lot of other boys were getting attention and I wasn't. And so maybe that's what it was. I also grew up with a younger sister as well. And so I was surrounded by girls. I don't know whether some of their insecurities wore off on me, but I just noticed that I was very concerned about the way that I looked from a young age. I didn't like my appearance. I had bright red hair as well, so that didn't fucking help. I was a full-blown ranger, so I used to get the shit taken out of me at school all the time and picked on quite a lot. So I think that that brought up a lot of self-image issues. So around about 14, I remember just 
starting to run. I'd just get out and I would just start running. I didn't really enjoy running, but I would just do it because I felt like shit and I hated myself. And then from there, dad had a gym at home, just this little gym. Now my dad used to play Aussie rules football as well at a fairly high level. He wasn't fully professional. I guess you could say he was playing for the South Australian leagues here in the SNFL. He played for a little bit with the Eagles here in South Australia in the SNFL. Also, he was playing fairly high level cricket as well. I'm pretty sure he played a couple of games at not state level, but the level under state level cricket as well and was quite good at it. But he just never really committed to playing sport. That wasn't his thing. And I don't think it helped having young family as well. Like he was 19 when they had me and, you know, he was 21 when they had my sister. So I don't think that helped either with his focus on sport. And we didn't come from a higher socioeconomic class or even, I guess, middle class. So they were struggling. And so dad worked a lot. But anyway, we had this little gym at home that dad had bought and we would get weights and bits and pieces from other people. They would just have shit that they wanted to get rid of that were, you know, some weights and some barbells and some bits and pieces. And so we ended up just inheriting like this gym from people just around the place. And so I remember dad training in there and I would go in there and just start lifting weights with him. And it was around about 14 that I started taking it seriously. And I started reading little books on health, like how to lift. And I remember specifically for some weird reason, reading about the Latimus Dorsey and so that sort of sparked my interest and I'd read about how to lift the weights and how the positions of your arm movements would affect different muscles and so on. So I started getting into it around then and it made me feel a bit better about myself. So I would train quite regularly, but I had this love-hate relationship with myself. You know, I loved the fact that I was training. I loved the fact that I was exercising. I hated the fact of how I looked in the mirror. It also helped me to build my confidence. So I would go through these stages where I would feel confident and then I'd feel unconfident. And I'd feel shitty about myself, but then I'd lift weights and that would make me feel better. So then I'd feel confident again. And so this was a very vicious cycle that I had for a long, long time. Also, I had this very vicious cycle with food where I would train really, really hard for a while, start looking good, and then I'd start overeating or binge eating as a reward mechanism. Or I would convince myself that it was my cheat day and just blow myself to bits with food. That wasn't a very healthy relationship with food. And so that kept going until around, I think around about, probably around about 14 or 15 as well. I stepped into a gym as well and got a gym membership. And so I started going to the gym and there I started talking to a few people and I learned a little bit more about lifting weights. It probably wasn't until I was about 19 that I started getting really serious with lifting and going to the gym and focusing on my diet. Back then it was a bodybuilding diet, so I was pretty much eating you know, rice and chicken and broccoli most of the time, and I was worried about being ripped all the time. And so I started worrying a lot about, I guess, the food that I was eating, and that created, I guess, an unhealthy relationship with food as well. So anytime I would eat anything that wasn't strict calorie-controlled diets, I would feel shit about myself and then, you know, I would overeat and binge eat and blow myself out. And then a couple of days later, I'd be back in at the gym training hard. I'd get to the gym because I worked. I was a personal trainer back then as well, around about 2021. I started off as a personal trainer. And so I would go to the gym at 5, 5.30 in the morning, sit on the exercise bike for half an hour to an hour, try and burn off some calories. I don't think I was burning off calories. I was trying to burn away my guilt for the shit that I ate the night before. And then I would train people and then I would lift weights throughout the day. I'd probably do multiple workouts through the day as well because I would train with clients. So if they'd go for a run, I'd go for a run with them. I would try and burn as many calories as I could through the day. But then that also gave me permission to eat shitty food. So I'd get home at nighttime and eat some crappy food. And so I just had this vicious cycle. Although even then, back then, I guess I was fairly ripped. It was back in the Stereosonic days. So it was all about wearing string muscle tops and trying to be like Ziz. And a heap of the other guys, I was fairly ripped and lean. That was a big thing back then. But yeah, I just, I noticed that around about that time as well, I started getting a few injuries. So I started getting more lower back pain, more shoulder pain, and I'd just work around it. Like for me, training was all about looking good. It was all about aesthetics. 
So, you know, if I could keep lifting heavy weights or I could keep lifting weights and make sure that my pecs and my triceps and my biceps and my legs look good, then it didn't matter. So I just train around all my injuries. And that was great up until around about the age, I would say probably around about the age of about 34, 35. And I just noticed that most mornings I would wake up, I felt like an 80 year old. I would get out of bed, my back was fucked. You know, some days I'd get out of bed and almost fall down the stairs of our house because I could hardly walk down them. My knees would ache. I just didn't feel good. My shoulders would hurt all day. So I'd be sitting on the computer and I'd just have consistent chronic neck aches, back pain. I'd have to go and see a chiropractor probably two to three times a week. I'd have physio appointments as well for my calves and my shins and all of this sort of stuff. So my body just did not feel good. Lower back pain. So I'm seeing physios, chiros, getting massages every week. Some weeks I'd have to get two massages just to make it through the week. And... Over probably the last year or two, I thought, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why am I training? Is training really about just the aesthetics or is there more to it? And so over the last, especially six months to a year, I've cleaned up my diet a lot more. And I just realized that I was training hard to burn off guilt. I wasn't training hard for any other reason. Like I'd get out in the morning, I'd wake up in the morning and force myself to get out of bed to go train because I felt like shit about myself based on the food that I was eating. And then I would justify the food that I was eating because of the long hours that I did. I would just order Uber Eats all the time. I got to the heaviest that I've ever been. So, you know, I hit 94 kilograms. Now I'm still fairly solid as well. Like I'm not fat, but I'm not feeling good about myself. And I noticed like I'd start to go for runs. My body would just hurt. My shins would hurt. Everything would just hurt because I was a lot heavier than what I was used to being. Trying to do chin-ups sucked. I could do just consistent chin-ups. Now, you know, doing five or six, I was like burning out. Everything was just sore. So I thought I've got to make a change. And I knew that the first place I had to change was my mindset, my psychology. Like this is the stuff that I teach. But I just got caught in a pattern. Now throughout our lives, this is really important. Like very rarely will you meet someone who is ever on it all the time. And you'll have people who are professional athletes who get injuries. And when they go through injury cycles, they get depressed or they get, you know, feeling crappy about themselves or they start overeating. These are normal cycles that all humans have in most cases. I don't want anyone to think that if you're going through this, that you've got to be perfect all the time because there's no such thing. You know, I worked with some of the fittest people on the planet. I've worked with a lot of professional bodybuilders or even high level bodybuilders. And many of them go through very vicious cycles as well. And normally in order to achieve anything great, you normally live at extremes. So if you want to build a good business, normally you live at extremes of your work-life balance. Now, if you're a professional athlete, you're probably going to be at extremes with your training. You're going to be at extremes with your nutrition. That's very normal. And you're going to be at extremes in response to your recovery and all those things. But in order to learn where those extremes are and where those boundaries are, you're probably going to cross them. You're probably going to push things too hard. And for me personally, my health took a bit of a backstep because of the business Going through COVID, that really affected the business a lot and it meant I'd put in a lot more hours. And so I just wasn't as focused on my fitness and my health. But what I did notice was that my body really took a really big hit. I guess I was in chronic pain, although I wasn't diagnosed with chronic pain or anything like that. It's just, I would always have back pain, shoulder pain, neck pain. There was always something going on that was stopping me from working effectively. It's shitty when you've got to spend 12 or 15 hours a day working because you want to keep your business afloat and keep pushing it to grow. And all day long, your neck's aching, your back's aching, it tends to distract you and take away your focus. And I think this is important for anyone out there who has a lot of pain in their body. It does waste a lot of time. It distracts you from your focus. And so, I mean, it's hard to read a book when you're just sitting there and your back's aching or your legs are aching. 
So it is important to make sure you do look after your body. And that's one of the key things that I learned is you've got to make sure you feel good because if you don't feel good, it distracts you and it takes away from other things in your life. No matter how hard you work, you can work a 15, 16, 17 hours a day. But if most of that day, your body is focused on the pain in the body that you've got, then you're really not working 17 hours. You're probably distracted by a fair whack of time just by having that pain there. So anyway, what I did was I hired a personal trainer who was a guy that I mentored in fact, years ago. And I just noticed that he was a really good dude. He understood training. He's always been inquisitive. You know, I stopped training. I stopped working as a personal trainer and working fitness and rehabilitation about 11 or 12 years ago. And he's still going. He competed in CrossFit here in South Australia. I'm not sure if he competed at the Australian level as well, but he won the state title over a world top five CrossFit athlete as well. So I thought that was pretty impressive. Having chosen him as my trainer, I really wanted someone that I could trust who understood my goals as well. And that my goals weren't the same as him as a professional or semi-professional athlete and personal trainer as well. And so I wanted someone who understood my work hours, someone who could adapt. You know, some days I wake up and I'm pretty fucked because I have been working long hours. I didn't want someone who was just gonna smash me until my body falls to pieces and then I end up injured and all that. So it was really, really cool to have someone that I really trusted. It was great, even today, I'm just coming back from a large event and it normally takes at least a day or two days for my body to recover after speaking for two to three days or even four days at Thrive Time. You know, talking to him today, just saying, you know, here's where I'm at, here's where my body's at, and we adapted the program. And so I still got a really good cardiovascular training session in, which I would have never done years ago. I would have just pushed myself until I blew apart or I would have just distracted myself and sat on the couch all day. What I realized was that the training that I was doing was all based on aesthetics and the way that I was looking, but it wasn't focused on the way that I was feeling about myself. It wasn't focused on how healthy I was. And so I would get quite tired throughout the day as well. I would need to have naps some days, which I still do. I don't mind them, especially when I'm working long hours. But I just noticed that my cardiovascular fitness was pretty shit. So what I did was I started adapting my goals. And I think that it's really important for a lot of people out there, if you're listening to this, if you're someone who goes to the gym and you just lift weights, go and focus on the things that you don't enjoy doing and try to figure out how you can enjoy doing those things. So for me, it was cardio. And that was because my mind was always wired to go hard. My mentality is go hard, go hard, go hard. And then what I would do is I'd work really, really hard and probably burn out. What I noticed was that once I started incorporating a lot more cardiovascular fitness and focusing on my endurance, I had to learn how to pace. And so even today in the workout, a lot of it was just around pacing and keeping my heart rate steady at a reasonable level and just keeping it there for an extended period of time. And so what it's taught me in the business as well is that you've got to pace things. Sometimes you can go hard, but sometimes you've just got to pace. And by pacing, you can go for a lot longer. I've also noticed that my sleeping's been way better since doing a lot more endurance work. I've noticed that by pacing as well and setting smaller goals around my cardio fitness that I'm actually enjoying it a lot more and I actually haven't lost much size. I've lost fat, but I haven't lost size. My shoulders and my pecs and my chest and my arm measurements are actually, if anything, they've gone up since I've been more consistent with training and my waist measurements have gone down, which is sort of counterintuitive to what a lot of people think because they think if they do cardio fitness and they're focusing on muscle mass, that that's probably gonna take away. But what I noticed was by doing more of like a CrossFit style workout where I'm doing a couple of days of heavy lifting and then a couple of days where I'm focusing more on my cardio fitness or endurance or more of a circuit style training, I'm getting a good all round endurance, strength, muscle size 
which is sort of counterintuitive to a lot of things that have been taught. Now, eventually that's not always going to be the same as well because, you know, if you get down on low fat mass or you're eating your calories decrease as well, you probably are going to burn some muscle and things like that. But yeah, I thought I wanted to just share through my experience as well because I know that there are a fair few guys out there that I meet who go to the gym quite often and they lift heavy weights all the time, but they're suffering with a lot of back pain, neck pain and all that. And then maybe their sleeping patterns are shitty as well, especially if they're drinking caffeine late into the afternoon or they're having pre-workouts and then going to the gym late, which then it's affecting their recovery. That's probably also affecting a lot of their pain and inflammation in their body. Then they're probably not doing a lot of cardiovascular fitness, so they're getting tired throughout the day. And so it just ends up this big shit cycle that a lot of people get themselves into. Just from my own experience, cardio fitness was absolutely awesome and I really enjoy doing cardio fitness now and doing things that, I won't say they're long endurance runs. I don't enjoy going for really long runs like 10, 15, 20 Ks, but I do enjoy doing things like a bit of a circuit. Today I did five minutes on the roller, keeping my heart rate at a certain rate, then five minutes on the air bike, and then five minute run, and then five minutes again, and we did that for a 30 minute cycle. Feel wicked after it, just feel really good. I'm not too burnt out. Just try something different, but that's what I'm doing now. I'm doing a lot of CrossFit style workouts, but also making sure that my trainer understands my goals, understands my lifestyle, also, I guess with my background as well, I also have a fairly good understanding of physical rehabilitation, of programming and all that as well. So even though I've got that, I still like to have a trainer who can see things from the outside. Because like I said to him, if it wasn't for him being here today and then being able to talk to him about it, I probably would have taken the day off. I've got a gym at my house. So knowing that he was coming here, I knew that I either had a choice, I was going to skip the gym session and cancel, or I was going to do whatever I needed to do today and just communicate a bit more effectively. And so because I did that, had a wicked workout, feel really, really good. I'll get back into some strength training tomorrow. We just had to alter the program a little bit and off I go. I really don't like missing gym sessions and things like that. I do it every now and again, but I'd rather not because I know that just by moving every day, some days if I'm gonna do a really heavy weight session and some like powerlifting or something like that, I guess you could call it like deadlifts or squatting or heavy bench or something. If I'm feeling fatigued or I didn't get a good sleep, I'll just switch it out to the following day, which is normally like a cardio fitness day or something like that, or some sort of circuit style training or some sort of a CrossFit style training. I'll just switch it. So I'm still getting in the same workouts every week. But yeah, just making sure that I'm managing the load, all of that sort of stuff as well. I hope that helps River Mofos. I hope that answers the questions that I have been asked about gym and training. I just enjoy moving. Like I enjoy, for me personally, I feel like every time I have a workout, I learn more about myself. I learn about where my breaking point is. I learn about where I give up versus where I push through. I learn about my strengths. I learn about my weaknesses. I learn about more about my mindset and how to use it more effectively. So for me, working out isn't so much about my body. It's more about my mindset and how I adapt to things. And you know that mindset shift that I was talking about before where I went from being this guy who is really focused on aesthetics to being a guy who focuses on how my body is functioning was a huge mindset shift for me. And for many, many years, I battled as being that guy who just wanted to look a certain way, but I felt like shit because my body was in pain consistently. And having to manage that, I didn't really want to do the work that I needed to do in order to stabilize joints, to you know work on my core effectively for stronger lifting. But I think what I've learned over the years is that everything comes from a foundation. So if your foundation is pretty fucking shitty in the first place, then the rest of everything else is gonna be shitty. And this is what I teach in regards to business. If your business understandings are shit, then that's gonna be your foundation to growing the business and eventually it's gonna fall apart or it's gonna collapse or you're gonna keep patching up holes all the time. Once you get really, really good at the fundamentals of business, you'll always go back to them no matter the size of the business. If you understand the fundamentals of your physical body, then you can go back to those fundamentals over and over and over again, like good nutrition, 
good sleeping patterns, good mental and emotional states, length, tension, relationships and muscles and all that, knowing what to stretch, knowing what to strengthen. And all those sort of things are really fundamental to exercise. And this is why there are a lot of people out there who really need a good personal trainer or someone that they can bounce ideas off of and do different things instead of doing the same stuff all the time. But it normally requires a big mindset shift. And that's the thing that most people try to avoid, whether it be in business, whether it be in their personal life, whether it be in the gym. Most people just avoid the mental challenges. you know. And you've heard me talk about this before, where I'd reached out to a world champion athlete who was the greatest in history in their sport, and they're still competing. And they were having some problems with some issues that they had going on physically, which I knew were linked to mental patterns of behavior or mental thought processes. And so I reached out and we were talking, like we were having good chats. He was asking me good, effective questions. And then when I really pushed him about doing some work on his mindset, he said, I would rather fucking die than open up, you know, what's going on inside my head. Now that's obviously led him to being great at his sport, but it's also probably going to be the thing that's going to be the thing that destroys his sport as well and destroys other areas of his life. So a lot of people in our society are so scared to tap into their mindsets. Like, I don't really get it and I don't really understand it, but the majority of our society are so scared of it, especially men for some reason. Now, I don't agree with the whole mental health thing about, you know, you need to talk about your problems all the time because there's a time and a place for that. But what you'll find is that the majority of people that are driven and especially men or people that are very masculine, whether it be males or females, they have a problem. They want to solve the problem and they want to get fucking on with the job. That's unfortunately what's not being spoken about in the mental health fields. So I can understand why a lot of people are scared to tap into this stuff that's going on inside their head because the majority of the mental health industry and all this like, are you okay day and all this bullshit that's perpetuated in society of people posting stuff about how important mental health is. It's great to talk about it, but there's a different thing between talking about your car being a piece of shit versus actually knowing how to fix the car. Now, you really need to know how to dive inside your own head. And if you bring up that stuff, knowing the right tools to be able to work through that stuff so that then it doesn't become a self-perpetuating problem happening inside your own head that causes more problems or does more harm than good. So I can understand why a lot of people avoid doing the work on their mindset or avoid opening up that box inside their head with the chaos that's going on. You have to acknowledge it and you have to know the tools to work through it in order to overcome those challenges because anything in life that you don't work through, you'll repeat. Any lessons that you don't learn, you're bound to repeat throughout your own life. And so, you know, our life keeps throwing us lessons. And should we pass the test, we go to the next grade or the next level in life. Should we fail the test, we repeat the same patterns over and over and over again. And some people have been repeating the same things over and over and over again, including myself. But that's the beautiful thing about life is you get to learn a lot about yourself. And I just find that the gym is an amazing way to do that. I hope you enjoy the episode, Driven Mofos. I look forward to joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. And if you're a business owner and you haven't joined our No BS Business Hacks group on Facebook, jump across there right now. No BS Business Hacks on Facebook, type it in the search bar, join, it's free. I pop content in there consistently. Also, I do free trainings and stuff like that in there as well. So please jump across there, check it out. Hi, Driven Mofos, have a great day. Keep crushing it. I look forward to joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Take care, peace out, and keep crushing it.